0: The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Combank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday, the 25th of July. In your Squiz today, two missing Canadian teenagers named as murder suspects, Muller's hearings, Facebook's big fine, and what's your favourite Arnott's biscuit? This is your Squeeze Today. Yesterday in the podcast, Claire, you briefly mentioned two missing Canadian backpackers who were linked to the murder of Aussie Lucas Fowler and his American girlfriend, China Deese. also to another body uh, which is unidentified and was found about 500 kilometres from where Fowler and Deese were killed. It would be easy to assume those teenagers might have been victims themselves, but no, in fact, they're suspects. And that's
1: really the development that the Canadian police outlined yesterday. They'd earlier really rejected that connection that those teenagers um, might have been uh, involved. And then, of course, it's evolved into something else. And now they've been identified as the suspected killers. We're talking about Cam McLeod, who's a 19-year-old, and Briar Schmegelski, who's an 18-year-old. So it's really
0: a manhunt now.
1: It is. And last night, uh, the police outlined that that pair had really travelled quite some distance from the site and there's a link in the email that is a really handy sort of map to give you a sense of uh, where these things are taking place and where it is that they might be now. It's thought that they are a couple of thousand kilometres away from those sites and yeah, police have warned locals uh, not to approach them. There's been a couple of confirmed
0: sightings and that they're trying to track them down. Canada, like Australia, a very big place, big distance is covered with not a lot in between. Robert Mueller has appeared before two US congressional hearings to talk about his report into Russia's attempts to interfere in the 2016 presidential election. Long anticipated these ones.
1: It is. And that second hearing, as we talk earlier this morning, is is still ongoing. But what's happened over the day there is that Robert Mueller has done exactly what he said he would do, which is just stick to the script of what was in that report, while it pretty much ruled out that Donald Trump and his team hadn't actively colluded with Russia to influence the outcome of that election. It really did leave a bit of a question mark hanging over whether Donald Trump had attempted to obstruct that inquiry. So, uh, what um, Democrats were hoping for was a bit of a smoking gun uh, and Republicans were really hoping to tarnish Mueller. But really, it's just the same as we've known before. Donald Trump's done a lot of tweeting overnight. Yes, he has done a lot of tweeting. And even though he was all very cool, calm and collected earlier in the week saying he didn't much care about these hearings, uh, for someone who doesn't care a lot about them, he's certainly been tweeting a lot about them today.
0: Certainly. 20 tweets or more Uh, from one investigation to another facebook has been issued a record five billion u.s dollar fine that's over seven billion aussie dollars that's in the u.s for deceiving users about their ability to keep personal information private
1: Yeah, these are roosters that are coming home for Facebook about privacy and that incident with Cambridge Analytica uh, that really was uh, front and centre in our news last year. The idea, of course, being that Facebook allowed um, that organisation, but others, to really plough information out of the social media platform with very specific details about users and who they were and where they were and what their preferences were. So it's a record fine.
0: Billions of dollars. It's amazing. I think their annual revenue is like tens of billions of dollars. So um, for them, a lot, but not Huge. Mm, exactly. It's not often a, a local council makes the national news, but the story of Ipswich and their former mayor is quite an exceptional one. Paul Pasali's story is about a big fall from grace, really. He was mayor of Ipswich from 2004. At one point, he was elected with over 80% of the vote, but it all started to unravel when the Crime and Corruption Commission investigated the council. That eventuated in his resignation back in June 2017. Now he's been convicted for ex- Extortion.
1: He is a married man, and he's still with his wife by all all accounts. But it was his involvement with an escort uh, who he then advocated on her behalf. He says to take on an ex boyfriend uh, and try and get some cash out of him, cash that uh, she said she was owed. Uh, that has seen him uh, in trouble with the anti corruption body. Uh, he posed as a private investigator to approach that man. Yeah, a really unsavoury episode and something, of course, that's had a bit of attention because of the interesting elements to it.
0: Still waiting to hear about the actual sentence to be continued. Now, you've declared in the Squiz Today email that your favourite Arnott's biscuit is the scotch finger, a popular choice, I'm sure. Look,
1: let's put this into two categories. We've got the chocolate varieties and then we've got that sort of variety that comes in the family assortment pack. And yep, when it yep. comes to those, Scotch Finger, that's the only correct answer for what's the best Arnott's Biscuit.
0: And Monty, if you're talking chocolate varieties, which is interesting, as I, I don't feel it's a biscuit that pops to mind, but it's good to be reminded. <laughs> and I just I was looking into this last night. I can't believe how much choice there is. There are so many Arnott's Biscuits, everything from the, the humble milk arrow Route to the Tim Tam, Ice Vovos, Strawberry Tarts, Wagon Wheels are Arnott's. I didn't realise that. Um, Kingston's. Kingston's. Monte Carlo's. I mean, it goes on and on. I like a Mint Slice um, and also a yeah. Venetian. That's a bit random, but they're good. Okay. Um, but why are we talking about this? <laughs> I actually didn't get to the news story. I just was researching Arnott's biscuits. <laughs> yeah. Well, We're talking about this
1: because Arnott's, which is by far and away Australia's biggest biscuit company, uh, although it's not Australian owned and hasn't been for a little while, uh, has been sold from Campbell's um, to a private equity mob called KKR. And they're known for taking businesses, uh, putting a lot of work into them and then selling them fairly quickly for a fairly large profit. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with
0: Arnott's. As long as they don't touch the scotch finger, right, Claire? (laughs) That's
1: absolutely correct. (laughs) Interesting
0: to note that former Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull recently joined KKR and Co as Global Senior Advisor, just a fun fact. And finally, Margaret Fulton died yesterday, aged 94, published in 1968, her classic, The Margaret Fulton Cookbook was, and probably still is, a must-have in most Aussie kitchens.
1: Yeah, she was a very big figure and still is, as you say, in many homes, uh, a trial blazer in so many ways. Pretty much what she is known for is um, bringing some of those really big flavours from countries like China and India and Spain Mm. to Australian dining tables and back then we were pretty much a meat and three veg kind of country and now uh, of course um, with not just our our very diverse population but also through people like Margaret are quite familiar with a lot of those cuisines and the subject line subject line today uh, is um, the tide is high but I'm holding on that seemed to be uh, one that was quite relevant to a number of things particularly our squiz sayings this morning, uh, Peter Murphy, who is a new MP in Canberra, uh, she found out just a couple of weeks ago after being sworn in that she has breast cancer and that's returned for her. So she gave a very uh, good speech in Parliament yesterday, her first one, to say that um, she's going to fight mm-hmm. it and she's definitely going to, um, to make a go of it.
0: Yeah, she's the Labor MP for Dunkley. That's all from us today. Enjoy your Thursday. If you like the Squeeze Today podcast, why don't you leave us a review? That'd be great. Have a good one. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au.